What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast, episode 80. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, I'm sure lots of people are binging Netflix right now. Oh, yeah, bro. It's quarantine time. Quarantine content. We're still kicking it, pushing. You know, the pods are going to continue. We're just from our houses. I, I want to ask you, are you okay, brother, in this time? Oh, yeah, Got to ask I'm your fine. friends. Got to ask your friends and loved ones. Make sure you call them. Got to do a Rona check. Just just uh, hit up all your family on FaceTime and be like, Rona check. And if anybody has, you know, the Rona, then just be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, no. Um, it's definitely getting wild here in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure New Orleans was one of the main hubs of the coronavirus like four yeah. weeks ago, and no one knew about it. With I'm Mardi Gras, sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure Mardi Gras. And you were here. I know, I know. Trust yourself. me, trust me. I know. And like Lafayette, people still just kicking. Like that's a crazy thing to me. I know this is not the pod where we talk about this, but like, bro, everybody's just like. Oh yeah, life's normal. Like the government went from yeah, let's do some social distancing to all right, two hundred fifty people in, a, in an event. All right, y'all pushing this two hundred fifty people thing. Fifty. All right, y'all don't y'all seem to not understand. Ten. Next is gonna be stay your ass at home. Martial law lockdown. <laughs> well, pretty much starting tomorrow in New Orleans, you can't get food unless it's delivered to you or to go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're in drive-through, mm-hmm. um, and no what? No movie theaters, no bars, no casinos, no casinos, none of that. Yeah, none of that. So I mean, it's crazy, but it's affecting the movie world just as much. Yeah, and so that will be our first topic when we get into it. So, are you ready, London? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. We can get started, brother. All right. Well, here comes our Corona quarantine. Let's go. So, yeah, AMC, Regal, Cineplex, Arclight, Alamo Draft House, you know, whatever, movie tavern, wherever you go see movies, they have imposed limits and safety precaution in response to the coronavirus. A lot of them are either closed or maybe doing 50% in each theater. But but as of now, it's like, like, like this, we, we made these notes like last night. Now it's like cities are closing down theaters just left and right. It's like F with AMC and re and all these places are going to do uh, to keep it sanitary. Y'all just shut down for the next month. Yeah, it's changing. It's different each state. Like Louisiana now, we're shut down. I'm sure Alabama's still kicking because if you had to talk to anyone in Alabama right now, they're like, well, you know, we don't have it here. So and I'm like, <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> you just aren't testing. New York you shut fools. down, California shut down, um, I think Florida maybe, but just you need to it depends on your state. But I think let's tie this conversation in with the next topic. Cause I think the main thing takeaway from all of this is an idea I tweeted and I'm not gonna say everybody ran with it, but like I tw- I, I know I tweeted it before all the like the big pod potters and like tweeted it early. So I think I have an idea to solve the situation and I think Disney is talking about doing it so you know we can we can get into the we can tie this into the next topic because with the theaters closed it's like what are they going to do with these releases yeah so disney postponed mulan new mutants and antlers uh mulan was supposed to be in theaters in march new mutants and antlers were supposed to be in theaters in april so again new mutants gets pushed back and um, it can't survive. So, well, you don't think so? <laughs> no, I mean, like it, it'll come you, out eventually. What was like, crazy though is that it gets pushed back again, and they just put out their most recent trailer, and I'm like, damn, it does look like it does look interesting. Mm-hmm. And which is a shame because every time they put something out, I'm like, ugh, like it looks interesting, but is it ever? But am I ever, ever gonna see it? And it just keeps getting pushing itself. Yeah. So more and more. Like, and what about Mulan? Mulan is just like, oof, well, that's the, I don't know when that's going to come out now, but they got to wait because they need international box office just as much as normal box office. Yeah, they need a uh, China box office. Yep. So it's like, so, ooh, Jesus. So it's so, just like, my goodness. They, but, might as well, they, they might as well just pull that. 
I saw. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, no, they. I mean, they look. And speaking of pulling, let's just go with what my idea is. So, how much does a ticket cost usually to get into a movie? Uh, Eleven. What's it, stopping these people from doing a pay per view, legit tight security to get in it? You pay eleven bucks, and you watch the movie at your house. Like I saw some. I saw someone saying like suggesting. Oh, what if they charge forty nine ninety nine to watch Black Widow today? I'm like, bro, wait, what? You charging forty nine bucks? Y'all trip charge me the price of a movie ticket, and I guarantee y'all gonna do y'all numbers. Everybody home, pay per view it. Put like a little pay per view thing on the Disney Plus app. Here, charge that little credit card, eleven bucks. That solves all your problems. Well, the funny thing about this is uh, that does seem very ingenuitive, and I was just talking to my girlfriend about this because she was saying that this could be like the industrial revolution in the coronavirus because everyone's quarantined. You got to think of shit like this could be the time where Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, all that they come up with like the what you're talking about, like a pay per view system, and that could be just something that gets instilled from now on. Maybe not necessarily for theaters or in theater movies, but like even for a movie like Star Wars that just got digitally released, don't don't you think people would have paid an this part of a Disney Plus pay per view to watch Star Wars after it was out of theaters and waiting to be put on DVD? I could believe it. And like, look, man, one one night only this week, Disney Plus is dropping Black Widow on pay per view. Watch and, it and, tonight. And that's a good point. It doesn't have to be something that could be like an everyday thing. It could be this Saturday night, this Friday night. Disney Plus is going to do this special, pay extra money. Yeah, I mean, I think it could work. I do think that it would be a little bit pricier than a movie ticket. I think it would be probably more like a Dolby movie ticket, like a $20. I'm fine. Just, bro, y'all better not charge of. Uh, it's sixty nine, not like the price of a fight. Like we, y'all clowning. Like we're not. I like I bootleg it when you when like if y'all want to do that, I'm just bootleg it. Nah, but I'll pay for it the right way if you charge between eleven and tw- I'll pay twenty five max. But you see, once you get to the thirty four, bootlegging that shit, dog. Like somebody go jacket. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a pretty interesting idea, and, and I think they would make their money like all this because onward lost money in the box office. Bloodshot didn't do shit, but that's because it's a shit movie, but we'll talk about that later. The uh, Hunt. The Hunt, like, put these movies on streaming. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it definitely, you probably need to do that for something like these movies because they don't have the time to market themselves or get put into this new imaginary system we're implementing. So that's what, that's like the most immediate action that needs to be taken. But once we get to, you know, oh, boom, Easter look. time. Look, I got you. The Hunt. The Invisible Man and uh, Trolls t- World Tour. The uh, Universal is putting them on video on demand for 19.99 rental period. There you go. Wow. 19.99. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought it'd be. I'd pay that. So look, I mean, that's how you make your money in these times. And I'm, uh, when the hunt comes on, that I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna get the punt. It'll be out this Friday, early as uh, the March 20th. And so that's probably what we're going to see being done with the movies that we're going to be missing out on. Because I just think it's going to be hard to push them back more and more. Eventually, we're just going to get to the point where we're going to have to start putting them out. I don't know if it's going to be as soon as Easter for some of the bigger blockbuster movies that were supposed to come out in April. But maybe by like June-ish. That's the thing. Like I don't know what they want to do with Black Widow. Are you going to just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it? Or are you going to give it to us as soon as possible i, mean, I think i think marvel's gonna set the precedent because there's if, if everybody is legit at home but the question okay but this is another question let's talk about and i'm i'm gonna just use i'm not gonna we're not gonna we don't have to dive into it but i'll use this as a point to why maybe you push it back against my point of video on demand which i still think they should do but video on demand do enough people can enough people afford it at this time of crisis yeah i think so well, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, in time of crisis, too. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my other thing. So, like, I'm all for Black Widow. Just look, two nights, Saturday, Sunday, catch it while you can on Marvel pay-per-view, part of the Disney Plus feature. Look, I'll buy, I'm buying it. $19.99, $20? Bucks? 
hell yeah, and I'm gonna watch Black Widow that night, and I'm sure they'll make over shit. How much? I mean, shit. They they'd make at least fifteen mil first night, easy. The one thing I think that they would do that would be a caveat for them to make money, and it would be kind of a big fu. But I mean, you got to make money where you can. It would be a one time watch unless you pay it again. Yeah, facts. Now you're not. You're only getting a one time watch. This is like a movie theater, partner. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm with that. Like you got to do what you got to do. But I mean, if that gives us new content in these streets, then hey, man, I'm down. Yeah, I think that's those are all pretty good ideas. I so, think it probably could be something that could go on past quarantine content. Yeah, we're in a new, we're in uncharted waters here, Shuby. So we got to be up for everything, but we do have. Some movie news, Spyglass Media Group is developing a reboot of the horror franchise Scream and has Ready or Not directors Matthew Bettinelli open and Tyler Gillett to direct. Are you excited for this reboot? Yeah, man, I love Scream. And I think Scream, the way that the the lore of Scream is, it, it serves that it could be a reboot and joke about it being a reboot. Like, that's part of the, the whole deal of Scream. Scream, like Scream, it kind of toes the line of scary movie and actual scary movie. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited to see what they could do with it. The Ready or Not uh, movie was no, in no stretch, a uh, goofy horror movie. You know, it, it did have comedic elements in it, but it was not like a, um, something to be. You know, looking taken at it, serious. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a taken serious movie. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that they take that same sort of attitude in the scream because that's what makes, I would think, a great scream movie. I think what scream benefited, personally, as a fan of of scream, is I, I thought that that t- television series they did on MTV actually did it some good because it gave you the ability to kind of be like, okay, well, the same concept can be taken without Ghostface. So they could use Ghostface again. I think that that would probably be what they do. Or they could just do it the same kind of thing, but with with their own new spin to it. Or they could do both. I mean, that's what's so interesting about Scream is that you can take so much liberty to it. Yeah, no, look, I mean, this this is interesting. We're in, like, a renaissance of horror right now, so I'm down for it. Shout-out to Scream. Shout-out to Ghostface. Or shout-out to if we just get a version like the TV show, because the TV show was pretty good. Got to give you props on that pull. Uh, next up, we got the upload trailer for Amazon Prime was released. The series is supposed to drop May 1st. We'll keep you guys updated in the quarantine season. But shoot, I really like this trailer. Yeah, it, me it was too. like a, a comedy direct, developed by the Parks and Recs and Office people. And I think Amazon might have a smash on their hands with this one. Yeah, it looks super interesting. The idea of instead of dying, you can be uploaded into like this virtual world that you can still interact with people in the actual real world, but also live in this virtual heaven in a sense. So I thought that it was really interesting and funny. And I love the concept. The one thing I'm curious about and questioning is where the plot goes. Like, yeah, what are we trying to get to at the end? But I'm definitely going to check it out. And are they gonna? And is it gonna ask the philosophical question of at the end, like I know this is a comedy, but at the end, is he gonna want to pull the plug and just die for real, for real? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the a, first thing I thought of. Yeah, that's what I'm. That could be a possibility. I was thinking that maybe he's trying to get his life back. Mm. I, I don't know. How do you do that if he's up? If he's on this, like, can he can he transfer the consciousness from the up? Like, that's something yeah, that they're gonna have to answer. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I'm interested enough to to watch it, but my question is, what is the direction of the plot that you want to take? Because, like, a show like Devs, and I guess you know, we could talk about Devs right now if you want to. I mean, I didn't watch it. Saw... I thought you did. No, no, no. I didn't. See, I didn't see Devs. Okay. Well, with a show like Devs, and I'm not ruining anything by telling you this, it looks super cool in the trailer. But the question that you had was. Now where does it where's where are we going with this? And the and the and after watching two episodes of the show, I have the same exact thoughts. Like it looks great and it's just so cool and like shot great, but where the heck is it going? And so that's my thing with upload is if you can show me the clear direction of why I need to watch the show, then I'm gonna be into it. Yeah, no, I feels like we gotta, gotta see what's up. So, you know, I'm I'm down to check out the uh direction of everything and where it's going. 
But we'll see what Upload gives us come May 1st. Next up, we got newcomer Ever Anderson will play Wendy with Alexander Malloy playing Peter Pan in the Disney's live-action Peter Pan epic, uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Source of Tough Variety that Pete's Dragon director David Lowry is on board to direct. That's... It's going to be pretty interesting. Like I mentioned in the last episode that uh, where we talked about movies that made us, that Peter Pan was one of my favorite Disney movies. And I would really like to see a new adaptation that for, in this live action Disney Renaissance, because like it's the one of the only animated films that I think could work as a live action and we've seen work in previous iterations in live action. Now the thing about this movie is are you oversaturating the Peter Pan brand because we just had that Wendy movie, uh you have Hook, you have um all these other different types of Peter Pans that we've seen in in past decades. So what was what's going to make this one unique and different? Um I didn't really see Pete's Dragon, but I know that that kind of had a very more lighthearted kitty tone, which I'm not really leaning towards. Like I was hoping that you would give me not necessarily a Tim Burton Disney iteration, but like something that's almost similar to that vein where it has a little bit of a, a little bit of bite to it Mm -hmm. and where I'm worried that this is going to be too soft. Mm, Yeah. I'm interested to see because you get, you got to have the crocodile aspect, the captain hook aspect. I'd like a little bit of darkness, but the, like you said, I mean, the Lost Boys. Like, I would be interested if they did explore the Indians. I feel like they could be explored really interesting in a, in a new light, but also would need a little bite to them. Yeah, so, like that's that's the thing. Like, you could. It all depends on the tone that you want to take with this movie. If you can still make a movie that's very kid friendly, but still has some edge. Or you can make a movie that, from what I heard, was like Peach Dragon, which was just, you know, uh, like putting playing bowling with the bumper nets. Yeah, no, I no, mean, Peach Dragon wasn't the wasn't the, the the wave. But I mean, if they're going for a kid friendly approach, I get it. But I'm with you. This could be great if you put a little bite behind it. Yeah, so that's how I feel about about that. But I would love to see a new take on the Peter Pan in the in this new Disney live action time. But uh, the next, with- yeah, the next story we got though is Woody Harrelson is going to replace Jason Statham in Sony's M- The Man from Toronto, the Kevin Hart action comedy. So, uh, I, if we haven't talked about it before, the film res- revolves around a case of mistaken identity after the world's deadliest assa- deadliest assassin, known as the Man from Toronto, and a stranger played by Kevin Hart run into each other at Airbnb. Chaos soon follows as the Assassin's World comes crashing down on hearts. Um, Patrick Hughes, who directed Hitman's Bodyguard, is directing. So, Woody Harrelson replacing Jason Statham in this. Um, I believe Woody Harrelson's going to have a better dynamic with Kevin Hart than Jason Statham would, but Jason Statham seems like he'd be more fitting for the character. See, I kind of disagree. I actually... I think your thing about Kevin Hart being with these action people and your thing about Kevin Hart needing the right wingman, I actually think Woody Harrelson might fit this better. Because Woody Harrelson is a better actor than, than a Jason State. Whereas Jason Statham is a straight action actor, I think Woody Harrelson can bring some gravitas to this film and maybe give Kevin Hart a different style of action comedy than he's accustomed to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying description-wise of the character, I feel like Jason Statham fits that better mold. But yeah, Woody Harrelson is going to match up better with Kevin Hart. I think this um, could be a good. Uh, a, it went from. I think this could have could could have gone from an average to good to a good to great movie just with the idea of Woody Harrelson replacing Statham. Well, just the way that the story goes, I feel like it was one of these things where Kevin Hart like runs into Woody Harrelson at like a, a Hollywood event and they have like such a good banter and Kevin Hart's like, "Man, like you should be the guy." Yeah, like, me I mean, and Jason I, Statham don't work. Yeah. I mean, look, man, Woody has comedic chops. He has serious chops. I think this might be pretty good. Look, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say this is going to be better than Ride Along, Central Intelligence, and all those other Kevin Hart body bodyguard film picks or buddy comedy picks because of Woody Harrelson himself. I'm, I'm high on this now. Sure. I'm, I'm interested to see the trailer. Yeah. No, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you 100%. The final, well, the second to final story we have is Cal Penn would love to do a fourth Harold and Kumar movie. Are you interested in this, Schubert? He mentioned in this interview that he would, he he thinks that it should go straight to streaming, 
So I do, I would be interested to see it go if it was a streaming movie. Um, I think that a Harold and Kumar in 2020 would be really interesting. I'm going to say 2019 because 2020 is pretty much an asterisk. Um, so like imagine Harold and Kumar kind of dealing with social media because that was, really wasn't something that they had to deal with too much in their movies. Um, and wokeness. And, you know, that kind of has a, a play to the way that they carry themselves. Uh, yeah. I can see, like, Harold being, like, the way more woke one and, you know, of course, Kumar being a little bit more outlandish. That, that could be something that they would play off of. At this point, they would be a little bit more mature. So how would that how would that? Wouldn't they have effect? families? Don't they have families because of the Christmas one? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, so, like, are they still doing this wild shit when they got families? Maybe kids. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that would be a really interesting thing. And maybe they could even play on Cal Penn's actual time in the White House. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe uh, Kumar uh, Kumar got his shit together and he had to do some shit in the White House. Well, cause... remember he was friends with like Bush or whatever. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah, they got t- they got ties to Bush. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm with I'm with you with all this. Yeah, I, I, that's I watch it if it's on streaming. I don't, I don't. I need to see like the direction first, but I, I definitely will give it a shot. Well, I mean, if we're watching Spencer Confidential on Netflix, then I think we'd watch this. <laughs> yeah, no, great point. Great, great point. No, I'm with you. But uh, the final news story is that it's apparently in Titan season three, episode one will be titled Barbara Gordon Schubert, the the girl is the bad girl herself. Well, we don't know if it's bad girl or if it's Oracle. I'd assume it's Oracle. I assume coming- Oracle is coming to Titans. How do you feel about this in season three? Um, it's going to definitely change the dynamic because yeah. for the most part, uh, Starfire kind of had this thing with Dick. And of course we've known Dick and Dawn. So now we're going to throw another girl. So now what is this? A, you know, um, a parallelogram of for Dick Grayson's love life. And it's like this season's the Starfire season. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how the, the, the bond between Dick and Star grows while having to maintain his relationship with Barbara Gordon. it's I, I, Look, man, I need to know more about Titan Season 3 to get me to fully invest. Like, I love the show, but last season's season finale left such a bad taste in my mouth that I'm like, before y'all give me this large array of cast of characters, we gotta handle the ones we got first. Now, I can see Barbara Gordon kind of being a catalyst for a lot of different things. Um, it could be an eye-opening experience for Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, it could also spawn eventually him in a, la- in a later role in the season as one of our double plots because we usually tend to see in Titans that we got two things going on. So it, we could have the one thing being like the Barbara Gordon revenge plot line and then the Starfire plot line. Those are the two things I could see going on because I just can't really see Jason Todd really having much to do with Starfire stuff. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he ties in. Is he away all season? Is he here? What is he doing? Is he How's he getting to Red Hood? Does that tie in with Barbara? Is Barbara looking for him, for Bruce? Like, what's going on? Will Bruce be back? There's so Are many getting questions. getting more Gotham? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so many questions with Titan Season 3. What's up with Superboy? Is Lex Luthor supposed to be up in this piece? What's, up, what's going on? I like, we, so yeah, much. Didn't we say that there was a casting for Lex Luthor? They're looking for so. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something like that. So, and with all this COVID nineteen stuff, I don't know if we're gonna end up getting Titans this su- this fall like we were planning to. I mean, it all depends on when they when it was filmed. Like a lot of that. I mean, Mandalorian just wrapped up, and they're supposed to be in the fall. You know. True. 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 But I think Titans was filming like as we speak. Well, still, they could have gotten enough to still get to the release date. They would just be scrambling for the last few episodes. And see, Doom Patrol's one. Somebody who works on Doom Patrol came out today and said they were in the middle of the finale, and they don't know if when they're going to be able to schedule it, or or if they're going to be able to schedule getting everybody back together for season two. So season two is just missing half of a finale, which they could also work with. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how these D- DC Universe HBO Max things go. Well, that, that that's like the thing that I was thinking about when this first started i was like well we're gonna be good on content for a while because like for example i was just watching american idol uh, yesterday and they have the hollywood week coming up and stuff like that but once they get past that and they get to the stuff where there's gotta be live obviously it's gonna get postponed so i yeah. mean and 
of you know survivors stopped filming and eventually so that like that second half of that season is going to be postponed so we're going to have definitely a stretch even if it's we're past the COVID 19 stuff that we're just not gonna we're gonna be waiting on things because yeah. like they've all getting put and pushed back and we're, luckily we're still getting stuff that was scheduled to come out and stuff that finished and on time but you know it's gonna be we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna have a big lull yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they they handle these releases and how things uh. It would go. be a good time for, for sports to pick up. Yeah, no, or something like that. So, oof, we're gonna we're gonna figure we're gonna have to figure this out. But all right, man. Yeah, that's all we got for the news today. Um, so with the box office, the numbers are really low, but the way that the slate came in was interesting. At number five, you had the hunt, which I was kind of surprised came in at so, so low. Uh, number four was The Invisible Man. Number three was Bloodshot. Number two is I Still Believe, the uh, the Christian film with KJ Apa. And um, number one was Onward. Uh, not surprised that these numbers, COVID-19 hit America this weekend. So makes sense for all this. The one thing that surprises me the most is how is that Bloodshot was still 3.3 million over the next, the next one, Invisible Man. And it was... Uh, four mil- They got $4 million more dollars than The Hunt, which I, I, I honestly thought that it would go onward. I still believe The Hunt. Mm, like, I, see- I, I, can, I can see where the two that were on top were on top, but like I thought The Hunt was going to beat out those other two. But see, The Hunt, where I went to the theater, because I, I did go to see Bloodshot, it was, The Hunt was empty. Like People were like, I'm either taking my kids to see Onward or it's nerds watching Bloodshot. That's the only people that was in the movie theater that day. Funny, so it was like, yeah, I, I get it. And Bloodshot was just, bro. I fell asleep in the third act. Like it was typical action, action tropey. It was, it was not worth the money. And I'm so sad because now we're never gonna get the Valiant movie universe. Vin Diesel needs to just stick to his Fast and the Furious because it wasn't great acting. Uh, I, the best part I guess was was uh, what's his name, Michael uh. Oh my gosh! What's the dude from uh, Memento? Oh no, not Michael Guy Pierce. And then like, yeah, it was just trash movie, bro. I so wasted what, the money on that. Could could that movie have been saved if Vin Diesel wasn't the actor? Uh, or was the movie itself just that bad? The story I thought had a decent. Actually, I thought the story was pretty interesting. I thought the way they did it worked. I just think. Some of the choices in the script and Vin Diesel didn't lead to success. Okay. But I like some of the choices that they did make. So, like, that's where I'm kind of my pushback would be look at what happened with the Incredible Hulk and the MCU. So, mm. what if Valiant came back and they did, they realized their mistakes and went a different direction with a different character? And then it would obviously take them a little while to get their momentum enough to build up to. A franchise, a franchise enough where they would need Bloodshot to return that they could recast. Mm, I could see that that wouldn't be a bad idea. It just Sony has to do better with these superhero properties, man, because this just this just wasn't the wave. But I, I would love to see that where Vin Diesel gets recasted because that'd be dope. Because Bloodshot deserves an, a second a second life in this in this uh, entertainment world. Well, we'll the, see what happens. Yeah, we shall see. What you yeah. got for Movie on the Rise this week, brother? For Movie on the Rise, um, I got the plot against America that is, that premiered yesterday. And it came out on HBO. It has to do with what if Charles Lindbergh won the election over FDR during World War II. And Charles Lindbergh was a fascist who hated Jews. So how would that have all panned out in 1945? Um, so that I think that's going to be a really interesting little mini series on HBO that people are going to be having their eyes on during the the quarantine. Uh, Westworld three also came out. Yeah, least, Westworld uh, season three on Sunday. I'm so finishing up season HBO's two. HBO's got this a big slate right now. Yep. Uh, as soon as I finish up season two, I should be done by next week, so I can be on board for season three. So, um, next for me is on my block. Uh, right now I'm watching season two, but season three just came out. It's been on the Netflix top 10 for a while. I had seen it on Netflix top 10. I'm like, what is this? And, you know, my girlfriend was really big into it. And I started watching it. And it was actually a really interesting little cute high school 
show, 30 minutes each episode. Uh, I think like 10 episodes a season. I got through a season in a day. Didn't really take much time. I had plenty of time to do other stuff. Is it on my block about the, uh, don't they have a kid who died in like, isn't, uh, isn't like the, the friend or whatever. I think I, I think I've seen this. So, so on my block, the premise is there, there are these kids who live in a, in a, I think I would say like a project of LA, I guess, where it's run by, I would, I would say the, the big Mexican gang. Yeah, and one of the main characters is like a son of one of the biggest gangbangers, or not a bro- the, his brother, his big brother is the biggest gangbanger, and his whole family's you know part of the gang, and so he's wrapped up in that, and then his friends are a little bit more uh, straight laced and smart, and like, and so they're trying to like get him out of gang life, and also like doing this Goonies kind of treasure hunt for this money. So it's it the way it all turns out. It kind of sounds crazy with the way I'm describing it, but it 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 comes together really nice. And because the episodes are so concise, you don't feel like you're wasting your time watching any episode. It's always fast paced, so it, it it's a really fun watch. If you want to check okay. it out, and apparently yeah. it's you know super popular. I didn't realize. I feel like I've seen this with my GF, so I, I I think I'll be watching season three with her as it as as she as I go downstairs from the studio and see what she's checking out so yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i'm gonna uh, i've seen that but word shout out to uh, on my block this week i got altered carbon re-sleeved that'll be out on thursday it's an anime in the altered carbon universe it's the same structure and everything super excited to see that i see that as well as i have uh b stars a new anime on netflix and and apparently it is amazing so I'm actually really excited to to watch that this week and hope you guys check that out. But other than that, that's really all I got. I've been watching uh, this anime called Soul Eater on Netflix, and I'm really, really digging it. Like, I, I'm loving it, bro. Like, Lyndon's like, oh, I just discovered Soul Eater. I did. Like, I, bro. I really... Bro, Where like... you been? Look, you know me. I'm the <laughs> you anime... You know anime talk. I do, and bro, I... Bro, that was, I, like, one of the first animes I ever watched. Look, bro... I did not buy into the Soul Eater hype when I was watching anime growing up. When I was before starting the show, I was like, "Bro, I'm not watching that. Like, I'm just not. Like, I got other things I gotta watch at this point. Like, I was catching I guess up on one." Kind of has like cartoon style where it looks kitty like Kill a Kill. Yeah, well, but see, Kill, don't don't even do that because Kill a Kill is amazing. But I'm right? saying, That's but uh, but even like, even the the animation for that, like it, at first glance, you're like, "Oh, like is this gonna be like hard?" But then like it's like hard, you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And Soul Eater was just, it, it, it's such a lighthearted show. Great voice acting. I actually watched the dub for this. And it's made yeah, by the, the same, I'm, it's the same creator as Fire Force. So I'm digging, I'm digging what I'm seeing. So yeah, man, just, just throwing you on some new anime. B-Stars, Soul Eater, Altered Carbon, Resleeved. Um, Yeah, that's all. Those are some good ones, man. Yeah. Uh, where? How Did you finish Soul Eater? I am like... 20 episodes deep okay yeah you're in the good you're in the thick yeah so i'm i envy you i think my favorite character is black star and uh black star and stein and frankenstein yeah professor stein those two are just pretty amazing yeah they're pretty they're pretty fun it's all the characters are pretty good the dynamic yeah i I like my whole Oh, and I like Def the Kid. I just, I, my only thing with Def the Kid is I just wish he would get cut that symmetry shit out because he'd be a better character at behind that shit. But I mean, that's the humor to him. I dig it. I, I let me say this: I love the cast of characters all together more than some other shows that I really like because some other shows they have side characters that I can't fucking stand. There's nobody on this show that I can't stand. Maybe that's why I'm still watching it. <laughs> like, and I, and I, I think like the whole it. idea of the thing is cool, where you have like. Your your weapons that that connection with a weapon as like it's your friend yeah. because it's a person. And I like how the evil people are kind of like real historical figures in our world. So like you know it has all the makings to trap Lyndon into being a fan. So yeah. But I, anyway, for discussion, what are we going to talk about? I Dave? thought, uh, yeah, well, duh, got to talk about Dave. That episode was hilarious, bro. I did not to see. I did not need to see little Dicky have sex that many times. <laughs> like, no, I did not either. But I would say that that was <laughs> the. 
the dis- the dis- discussions and like the way that that episode like laid out, it was probably one of the best episodes I'd seen on t- TV in 2020, comedically. It was hilarious. Like the just the conversations between them and sex. Like I was just like the way it ended, hilarious. With, she wanted to milk him, and I was like, "What? Like what are we what are we doing here?" And then, and then the conversation between all of them in the between Taco. Uh, the redhead friend who I think needs more work in Hollywood because he's great. He, yes. he he might be the best one on the show. Gator. Gator's the best one on the show, bro. Bro, Gator was like, bro, I want to know about your dick, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gator, bro. He's so funny, dude. <laughs> oh, man. If you're not watching Dave, Dave is hilarious, man. Like, I'm not, not trying to ruin all the bits, but uh, what was another bit that I really liked when she was when she heard him rap? Like when she goes into the studio, I'm just thinking because I'm like, oh, I know how this is. Like girl. because like even in the earlier episode where she's like already talking about how like well you talk about like all the sexual stuff that I do yeah, to you, like, I, oh, and so I'm thinking like when she walks in, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this guy's like talking about like you know all the <laughs> shit. Like what is she gonna think? It was just like as a creator. My girlfriend knows, like, when I'm podding, I'm pod- I'm in a different, I'm in a zone. Like, whatever is said on this microphone is said, and you can't really get mad at it because it's for the content. And I get a little dicky, like, he's just rapping, like, he's just, he's rapping. When his girl asked him in the room, yo, you want to eat my ass? I almost died because it was like, no, I don't want to eat your ass. I just said that in a fucking song. <laughs> 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 he was like, no, I would never do that. And then the sex doll, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, that was weird, though. I knew when that nigga brought the sex doll in the bathroom after having sex with his girl, I knew it was over with. I was like, what are you doing, little dicky? You're just asking to get caught. Well, when he woke up and, like, went through the whole, going through the closet, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, you're going to go through all of this, like, at this <laughs> point with her in the room? Yeah, that was too much. Just go to the bathroom and, and beat your meat. You don't have to you don't have to bang your sex doll. <laughs> like you're clowning. Just go run one out real his, but his bodyless, faceless. Like I love where she was like, well, where's the top half? He's like, what do you mean where's the top half? I don't need a top half. I'm like, no, it's weird. Uh, funny enough, one of my friends. Oh shit, this is hilarious. See, this is one of those things that I talk, I just say on mic. One of my friends for Secret Santa, bought another one of my friends a flashlight, but it was an ass. It was, just, it was just an ass, and you could penetrate in either, either hole. And, and when my friend looked at it, he was like, bro, what am I supposed to do with this? And everybody was like, bro, you know what you're supposed to do with this? And he threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh. discussion in my group chat of how he wasted a perfectly good ass. A perfectly good silicone ass. <laughs> so yeah. I the why the not top hat was there, but what was weird was why did he have feet? <laughs> yeah, right. Like and the it's... feet were just dangling. Like, is he gonna lick the the feet? The feet aren't inflatable. So what is he gonna do with the feet? <laughs> like, like, what does it need? Like, you know, it could stop at the thigh. He could have stopped at the ass. <laughs> it, it didn't need the feet. But I, but I mean, hey, that's what Dave's into. That shit was fucking hilarious. Uh, what else was funny in this episode? I'm trying to think. That whole shit, man. I, I think this episode, this episode was just that bit, though. Yeah, that was. It was pretty much just that bit. Um, which I mean, I guess we would see from an episode of what thirty minutes. Yeah, it's only a half hour, so we're on, on, t- on TV. It gets twenty six, so. And I think I think the reason why we're like, oh, is there anything? Because we didn't get two this week. We just got one. Yeah, that's that's true. We only uh, only we only did get one. But I think that it was a really solid solid lead movie. into our once a week content from. This yeah, week. definitely. I'm 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 excited to see how they handle once a week moving forward. And they got to bring YG back. So I want to know how that storyline closes. Does Dave get his feature or does he get jacked? I feel like we're still like two episodes away from that. Probably so. We probably got an episode with like the redhead friend next next week. I would like to see them split off like Atlanta style and do that, where each we're not where like not each character has a different deal, but like one episode does have like we follow Gata around. Mm, I don't know if we're doing that, but I mean like I agree with you. I would love that, but I'm thinking it's gonna be like this week. How this week is like Dave and his girlfriend. Next week will be Dave and Gata or Dave and. Tom. Oh well, yeah. I guess you could even argue that first episode was like Dave and Gata. 
Yeah, it was the introduce. It was the introduce introduction to Gator. Yeah. So we'll, I, I'm I'm thinking the redhead's gonna get his episode soon though, cause that dude is killing it, man. Like he he is hilarious. Yeah, he is really funny. What's this dude's name? Like that guy needs more work, cause that what he's doing right now is just he's he's knocking out of the park. <laughs> like, oh shit! When they're taking his up name that- is Andrew Santino. Shout out to Andrew Santino. You are killing it, bro. I am a fan. Other things that he would have been in, uh, he was in The Disaster Artist. He's in This Is Us. Uh, or he just like a couple episodes of This Is Us. And that's about it from anything that I've seen. He was like in an episode of The League, but like nobody. Yeah. I need to he, used, he used to play people on Punked. Like he oh. would be like one of the actors. <laughs> Good for him, man, to go from punk to this shit. Hell yeah, brother. I support you, man. I fuck with that. Shout out to Andrew Santino. If you want to come on the pod, we'd love to have you. But uh, would you, uh, next up, we talking about Paradise PD? Yeah, we talk about Paradise PD. What you think? Um, I thought it was better than the last season. For real? Yeah, just because... Or actually, no. Actually, I retract that. You're right. Because like last season was way wild. Like, yeah. And, that, and it had twists and turns and you didn't see stuff coming this one was like way more uh i wouldn't say safe but it was like normal yeah it was just like all right we're on netflix now we can do all the crazy shit we want we're just gonna be a weekly it's just like we're just gonna be a show yeah we're, now we're gonna be a show where it's a little bit more cohesive yeah like last season it was about the mystery of figuring out that fits was the was the kingpin i think that's why last season really stuck with me whereas this one is like all right. Well, we know what's going on. Fitz is the kingpin. Now we're just gonna do crazy shit in uh paradise in Paradise City or wherever the hell they are. Yeah, we. I uh, did like the Brickleberry crossover though. Yeah, the Brickleberry crossover worked, and obviously I could see why Malloy had to be had to disappear because there was no way they were gonna pay Daniel Tosh all that money. Yeah, Daniel Tosh wasn't doing all that. <laughs> yeah, like it's probably true. He started it off when the show. He was like, "Oh, we're back." I thought we were canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so paradise pd was funny the, of course there are some moments where i just had to like turn away from the screen i was like i can't watch oh, this yeah, bro they got like they went there like with the harvey weinstein bit i was like yo y'all, y'all all right whatever i know we in for this season that nigga fucking a tree and a quarter and fitz was like oh we're evil but we're not that evil <laughs> i was like oh my gosh yeah dude like there were just a lot of moments where i was like what the heck Oh, all this shit with uh, with, what's the old cop's name? Oh my gosh, all this shit. Yeah, with, I'm Hobson, man. It is dickhead, and like, <laughs> like when he was like the dog or whatever. Oh, oh, oh the cat that eats brains. Uh, yeah, that was that was wild. Can oh. someone can someone address the fact that the president, you know, a presidential candidate was did a dick windmill on this show? <laughs> yeah, he did. Or the Fox episode where Sean Hannity was a penis, was a real penis. Or no, I think it was Tucker Carlson. Or Tucker, whatever, whichever one it was, he was a real penis. They were like, Google it. He said it. Google it. He said it. Uh, well, he didn't say this, but <laughs> still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they was wilding. They was getting it off. Or when they brought it, the episode where the fucking mayor makes meth real and all of them. From, oh, yeah, legal. Yeah, when uh, Bullet. Uh, the, I forget the fat cop's name. Him, the the girl, and and uh, Hop, Hopper or Hobson. They're all take. They all take meth. When the Hobson doesn't take, he just dies. And then they they have to read. They have to like get back to the real world. And it's just like, yo, what are you? What are we doing right now? <laughs> yeah, that was that was wild, man. This season, was like another- the Disney episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was crazy. I was surprised how like. Close to the character, those characters looked like Goofy looked like Goofy. I was like, "Can you do that?" I was, bro. I was shocked that they they got a lot of that stuff off. Yeah, Gina, Gina, uh, Bullet, and uh, I think it's Delbert is his name. No, Delbert is the 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 Wall-eyed Wally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. What what is the uh, big guy's name? It's G. Oh, Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. It's, it's just it's Gina Dusty. And, Some of that stuff with Gina and Dusty is just so gross, like what Gina tries to do or whatever. And like, oh, the fantasy? Yeah. Oh, the fantasy wasn't that, that crazy gross, but like some of the stuff she like will say or do is like 
like, whoa, Gina. I hope, we, I hope we get another season, man. Netflix needs to keep this going. Well, they act, they're acting like they're going to get another season. Uh, I hope so, because that was hilarious. It's been up on the top ten. Like, I love how Netflix installed that top ten thing now. Now it's fun to keep track and see, like, what everyone's watching and, like, if people are receptive to something or if it's just everyone's got to see it just because of the times. Like, right now, Outbreak is on the top, top ten, and I only assume that's because of what's going on at the moment. Crazy. I'm looking right now. Yeah, no, that that is why. I, I Like I said, I hope Paradise PD gets another season because that was great i don't have anything else because that's all i've been watching um i would like to throw some love to apple tv for you know since we're talking about streaming and what you're going to do in the quarantine content apple tv has some really great stuff right now um you know tv wise mythic quest with all the guys that you love from always sunny in philadelphia like that show is definitely worth checking out of course you have um amazing stories that just came out uh, the morning show um there's C with Jason Momoa which I've heard is really good. Um they have movie content too. Uh let me see if they if any of those originals came out yet. I don't think so, but there is but some of the stuff that's coming soon and it, just in like a few months is re- is going to be really interesting as well. So, uh one of those or a few of those, actually. And I didn't want to make you go through all the trailers, but there's four stuff that they have coming up like this month that are really going to be worth checking out. The first one is The Banker, which stars Anthony Mackie and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, I think we believe it t- I believe we talked about it on the pod before, but it's about um, in nineteen in the 1960s, two entrepreneurs played by Mackie and Jackson hatch an ingenious business plan to fight for housing integration. Um, and equal access to the American dream. Oh yeah, I and, heard that's like a good story. Yeah, and they, by, they do this by like using like a a, a white dude kind of like, and they're kind of pulling his puppet strings to make their business work, which is back in the '60s. So I'm interested to see that Nicholas Holt, I think, is the other guy in the in the show. Real okay. Um, I'm down to check it out. And coming April 3rd, there's a show uh, about a little girl about nine years old she wants to be a journalist um and she moves back to a small town where that her father left behind and uh it leads her to a pursuit of a truth in a long buried cold case that has to do with her father in this small town it looks really interesting and uh, thrilling there's also a documentary for the bc boys that comes in late april oh yeah wait that's gonna be on that's gonna be on apple music or apple uh, apple TV. tv Damn, I'm gonna have to get it just for that because I want to and, see that doc. And also from the same animators that do Bob's Burgers, there's gonna be another yep. show on here. Called I saw Central about Park. that. I saw that with the Mix family. I'm interested in that. Yeah, it's a mu- musical, but so is Bob's Burgers. If you if you really want to yeah. say, yeah, facts. So it, I think that this could really work out. Um, so I'm interested in that as well. But those three are the. Or those four things are the coming soon for Apple TV, and what they got on there is good for right now. So if you're if you got Disney Plus, it's about the same amount of stuff that they got original content wise. So you might as well just go ahead and, and bite the bullet and get Apple TV as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, I would look into it. They they got other stuff that is coming soon that you can look into that's really cool. Um, but you can also you know rent movies on it and all that. So definitely. Give it a look if you want. That's yeah, no. a, that's really that's really all I have. Just wanted to throw out some more content options for the people. Word, yeah, no, man, we're gonna we're working on doing like some March Madness brackets for you guys for next week. Some oh, did we, did you want to mention the stuff that we couldn't do for the Comic Con? You want to make it a separate episode and just like straight up, just put it out later this week, give them more content. Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just put it out in the middle of the week, something extra. Probably give it to them around Thursday, Friday, depending on, you know. Like, yeah. I'm going to be home because, like, school's out right now. So, you know, I'm I'm just doing shit online, staying home. So whenever you get out of work, we can, we can get popping. All right. Well, that ends things for the 80th episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Lyndon, let everyone know what's going on this week with Bros Who Think and the quarantine content. All right, by the time you guys hear this, a new episode of Anime Talk will be out. A new episode of Bros Who Think podcast will be out on Thursday. 
no prime time because sports are kind of shut down right now. Well, not kind of. They are shut down right now. So Not you, NASCAR, man. You know, Charles is not talking about fucking NASCAR. UFC. <laughs> they just canceled the big fight with Woodley. You're right. So, but yeah, no. New episode of Anime Talk is out. Uh, you can check a new Bros You Think podcast on Thursday. Like I said, me and Schubert will do, our to- uh, do what we were supposed to do for the con. Top 10 comic book movies. We'll put that out this week. We're working on a March Madness style bracket for you guys for either Disney movies or I might do childhood uh, ch- best childhood TV shows. Either way, we're going to have one of those for you uh, for next pod for us to discuss and we'll start seeding our, our brackets. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk about that, try and figure out some stuff to do. We're going to have to make the most of it until we figure out what's going to come on, go on with some of these other movies and then we'll get into talking about those. Yeah, facts. But we'll be reviewing Dave and... Uh... I don't know if y'all if you guys want a show for us to review, we'll 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 watch it and get it done. Yeah, we're gonna have to try and figure out what we're gonna do with these HBO stuff. So we yeah, probably oh, start watching that. I'm getting caught up on what, like I said, I'm gonna be caught up on Westworld by next week. I'm gonna be ready to go. Well, well I mean, I'm still not caught up on Westworld. You gotta get caught up, brother. Do what you gotta do. Start uh, start watching them shows. All right. Well, I guess we have the time. So that uh, that's everything that's going on with Bros Who Think. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ashuber 14 And everyone stay safe out there. Stay healthy. If you feel sick, take the proper precautions. Don't go to don't go to places where you're going to get more people sick. And um, let's just make it out of this so we can get back to our normal... Regular lives. Regular lives. But anyway, I hope everyone has a great week out there. And as always, keep it.